Welcome to the Commercial Property Investor Show. If you ever wanted to get into commercial property but don't know how to, this is the show for you. We're going to take you through live market updates, how to put a deal together, what the experts say about commercial property and real life investor journeys and how they became financially free through commercial property. Sit back, relax and enjoy the show. Helen Tarrant and you know what I realized after about almost 200 videos on YouTube and two years is that I have actually never shared with you what is the role of a buyer's agent until one of my clients actually said what exactly is the role of a buyer's agent and that should I be feeling like it's transactional or should I be feeling like there is actually a relationship so I thought I would do a video on it and show you that what I do as a buyer's agent and what our team does as a buyer's agent to help our clients because a buyer's agent is not transactional so if you're out there looking for a buyer's agent and they're transactional they just want to sell you something they're not in the deal they're not in the market to sell you you properties they don't sell you properties what they are is they are tra- they're not transactional they should be looking out for you and they should be building a relationship with you so in fact what i see my job is is not just as a transaction to get you into a property but we are actually portfolio builders so we build portfolios for you and that's what the key difference is so if you have someone who is just doing a transaction with you really got to rethink that and what you want to do is someone that wants to actually do a portfolio build and a strategy and grow your portfolio, grow your net worth and work with you in the long term. So what does that mean? Okay, so let me take you through the process of buying a property. Okay, so firstly, I've got here, offer. So what happens during offer times? So you see a property, you've got the information memorandum, you've got the lease, uh, your buyer's agent or the person that you engage have gone through it, they're happy with it, they've sent it to you, you've worked out what the net yield is, you go to offer. So you've got to go to offer as soon as possible, but you've got on the right advice. So not some shitty yield, but on real advice. So that it got to be market. So if everyone else is paying 7%, why are you paying 5.5% in the same market, right? And if they're doing that, then you need to can the deal. Right, so don't be afraid to say that. Hey, you know what? Um, you are not doing a you know a great job because I should be getting this kind of year. Because remember, you're gauging someone to get ahead of the market, and that is what the job of a buyer's agent is. If they're not getting you ahead of the market, getting you a better yield or a better style of property with other potentials, then they're not doing their job, and you should be finding someone else. Yeah. So not a blatant advertising of us. You, I'm happy for you to go to look for anyone else as long as you, that journey is secure and you're well taken care of. And that's all I'm interested in because we've got a large community and the whole point of us still being here is that we take care of our clients. So offer, negotiation is what you need to do next. So negotiation. So they come back to you, you go back to them. Now, you don't just take the offer just because the vendor's like, I want this price, right? There's heaps of vendors out there. We've just had a recent deal where we put an offer at two mil and they advertised at 2.1, the vendor came back and wanted 2.5 million. What is that about? Two and a half million. But you're seeing that in this market everywhere. But what I'm telling you is that you don't need to do that. Your buyers, they just got to go back and go, hey, what can we make the deal work at two and a half? Or how do we make the deal work at this yield? You can't just say, I'll just take the deal. Because at two and a half, your yield have dropped from seven and a half percent to six and a half percent. It doesn't work. But there might be a middle ground. You could go back at 
7%, which is 2.3. And you could then negotiate things like, okay, I want a longer lease. I want a rental guarantee. Um, I want the vendor to do this, this, and this, right? So, so to guarantee my returns, right? So you can go back and retweet the deal. And it is the harder deals that make you money in the end. Don't go for the easy deals in the market because easy deals are, means that you are a sitting duck waiting for the market to happen. If it crashes, you lose your equity, right? And someone who's willing to do that for you and put you into those deals are not responsible for your future. You have to take responsibility for your future. And when we look at it, I always look at it. What is my client's needs are in the future? If you are my client, I think that you could be giving me your whole life savings for me to help you into a property. So my job is to grow that and take care of that for you rather than you going out there and wondering if this deal has actually moved you forward or backwards, right? And the whole thing is it's got to work you forward rather than backwards, right? So if the yield is not achieving anything in your portfolio, no matter how good the property is, you've got to can it. In a commercial property, there is no emotion. The emotion is, is it moving you forward or not? And is this person taking care of your best interest? I always think, if your mum and dad coming to me for the first time, you might have two or three hundred thousand saved up. I'm not going to put you into a property where I'm going to look at it and go, okay, if something happens in the market, it crashes and then you lose everything. That doesn't work for me. That won't work for me. And I would absolutely not put my clients into it. And that's where the negotiation comes in. Because there's a certain level in negotiation where you have to tell the clients, walk away rather than get into the deal. Because the thing is, that's the difference of making you a good per good buyer's agent or a bad buyer's agent. Because if you think about it, a good buyer's agent is looking after what's in the back end for you. That is not just one deal, it's multiple deals moving forward. If you are just concentrated on the deal and the money, then all you're thinking of is putting people in a transaction so you have to you have to earn your commissions. At the end of the day, it's not about the commissions, people's livelihoods. And you have to think about that. And you, as our viewers, need to look at that as well. But the next stage... Got to go to contract, right? So go to contract. Now, you're going to start incurring solicitor's costs. You've got to think about that. Is your buyer's agent insulating against that? For us, we have in-house legals. We have a due diligence team who are straight on to contracts. My myself have a legal background. We look at contracts, review contracts. We talk to clients through the contract, and we move them through this process of contracts and lease reviews without them incurring legal costs. Because until we know if the property is going to stack up in due diligence, how do we, how do we justify ourselves of putting our clients into a deal where they going to rack up two grand every time they're trying to get it assessed that's not the right way to go what you need to do is to make sure someone has your back and has the expertise to be able to do that and if they don't they're not the right person for you there's someone to be good at it they have to be able to do all of that process by themselves if they can't and they don't have the background then that is not the right buyer's agent you should be partnering up with you've got to partner with people who look after your interests absolute experts in the field know exactly what they're doing can review your contract your leases tell you exactly what is what um then once you're under contract we go through a due diligence process so we go through the due diligence process we find out uh, where the, the, the vendor is, where the, the vendor is at with that property. We get all the information and we've got a checklist that we go through with our clients about where it is. We have meetings, a regular updates of where things are and we track things along. Along there, we're also managing the finance. So what does that mean? It means that, you know, we've got to check in. How, how are you going with your approvals? Um, how are you going with the timeline? Has valuation been ordered? When the valuation comes back, we're going to be looking at it, assessing it, seeing, okay, what's the, what's the upside? What's the downside? What are some of the risks you've got to mitigate? 
investigate is the value is right or do we have to go back to get things amended we're going to check that valuation and you're going to make sure that whoever you are with they have the expertise to do exactly that as well so um, that is another tip for you so this is really the role of a buyer's agent. they need to take you through the offer to the negotiations, to the contract, to the due diligence, to the finance and the valuation process, all the way to unconditional. And when you're unconditional, there's a lot of things to be actually done at that space. A lot of people just let that run and go, oh, the deal's done. The deal is far from done at that point because what happens at that time is that you need to organize a property manager. It's just not someone that you go, oh, this is someone we always send to. Because how do you know that is the right client? Right client for that right property manager. Sometimes property managers just are terrible at properties that need uplift. Or well, some some are really good at properties that need it, um, uh, that are really good with uplift, but really bad with people who have run the mill. So you've got different kind of property manager. You've got to vet them. And we always do. We vet a couple and we say, based on your circumstance, this is who we recommend. So don't go with someone who just go, oh, you know, that's the person we always use. Well, how do you know they're any good at what they do? So it's your circumstances are different. So you've got to look at that as well. And finally, settlement. At settlement, they should be checking your settlement statements. They should be verifying all the bonds are transferred over. They should be making sure that any outstanding works or anything that the vendor has promised you during your due diligence period, they're actually going to deliver on afterwards, even if that's putting money into trust as well. So there's actually a lot of detailed processes. Through this, there's probably anywhere between 20 to 30 basic checklists. And then depending on the property, depending if you buy retail, warehouse, mix, or office spaces, there's another 10 additional on top of that. So you could end up with a DD list where we're ticking off 40 to 50 items. If your buyer's agent is not doing that and don't have that solid process in, in place and they don't have a workflow, then again, they're not the right one for you. A role of a buyer's agent fundamentally is to build wealth for you and committed to looking after your best interests wholeheartedly without you know without thinking about themselves it's not about the deal it's about you moving forward to financial freedom and that's what i want to convey to you because my dedication my passion is to help people everyday australians build wealth through property and through commercial property so that ultimately you get to retire much, much faster. So if you are looking for someone who's a portfolio builder, someone who can help you through your journey, someone who understands this whole process and has a team to support it, because along with this, you've got solicitors. How do you minimize solicitors costs? Because any commercial transaction could be up for five or $7,000 of cost. I mean, our clients don't pay that cost. We have a much more discounted system because we weather through a lot of that through due diligence so that your solicitor aren't giving you a huge bill at the end of it um what about all the other reports and compliance who is treating them taking care of that right asbestos reports um your you know electricity electricity plumbing all of those compliances your air conditioning your services all of those things are all part of that checklist that we check out so i'm not everybody is has your best interest in it. Not everybody thinks about prop a buyer's agent as a journey. For us, it's really about the commercial property journey. And if you want to partner with someone, you want someone to give you some real unbiased advice about the market, about what's going on, join one of my webinars or my upcoming boot camp. Uh, join part of, be just be part of our community and just learn as much as you can because there's so much information and you know I'm one of the forefronts of putting out free unbiased advice about what's the market. And all I want to do is I'm happy for you to go alone, happy to give you plenty of advice on commercial property so reach out to me if you're looking for someone who can help you along give you a strategy and whether you use our service or not that's totally relevant the main thing is you can create financial freedom faster through commercial property so click on the link below find me at helentarrant.com or email me at helen at commercialpropertycashflow.com.au so until next video happy hunting 
And um, I look forward to sharing more with you in the next one. You've been listening to Commercial Property Investor Show. Tune in to the next episode to find out how you too can replace your work income with passive income through commercial property.